0: hello everyone and welcome to the dollars and cents podcast this is your host mo and in this episode I want to share my thoughts around um, investing mainly um, return and risk so for every every investment anything that you want to invest in there is always um, a certain level of risk to it. so n- no investment is risk-free except um, government bonds when you invest in government bonds they are somewhat risk-free because gov- governments always repay their debts they have to collect they always they have a consistent stream of government is the one of the largest organizations in the in any country the government is the largest organization and they still call they have a consist, cons- consistent source of revenue which is tax collect tax from people so they will always repay their their debts so a bond a government bond is always somewhat risk-free but if you are looking for something that is risk-free then the return will also be very very trivial and what I mean by that is that investments that are high risk um, demand a lot of return right to compensate for those risks because i'm taking more risk i need to have a more i need to have more return to compensate for that risk it wouldn't make sense if i am um, if i want to invest in something that's low risk and high return so there's there's this notion so investors always battle around how can i find something that has a little risk but more return that is called an asymmetric risk reward um most investors they think like that you look at um if you read about warren buffett warren buffett um warren buffett follows a value-based technique it's called value investing that is the simplest form of asymmetric re- risk reward. Uh, asymmetric risk reward. The reason why. This is how he does it. So he he finds the intrinsic value of a company. He he follows this mathematical model, and he discounts. Okay, he discounts the. The cash flow of a business to its present value. So when you use the discount model, you find the price of the the, the the business, right? What it's selling for today. So it's true price. You use the mathematical formula, discount cash flow formula, and then you discount the cash flow. After you get the price, you compare it to the market price. And if it's lower than the market price, then you know that. The company is undervalued and you can buy the company other investors they're like John Templeton they always um, they try to time the market to go against the market they're contrarian they always say invest when there's blood on the streets what that means is that you want to buy when everyone else is selling and you want to sell when everyone else is buying that's when you're going to make money because when you're playing the game of investing when you're a professional investor Um, You have to bet against the consensus and you have to be right. If you bet against the consensus and you're wrong, you're going to lose. So it's essentially that. You're betting against the consensus. You're betting against everyone else. And you have to be right. Because it's a zero-sum game. Investing is a zero-sum game. Meaning that we are all doing transactions. You winning, you making money in the markets means that someone else is losing that money. Right? So it's a buy and sell decision who which one is right are you right is your, you buying that certain financial asset or security are you are you right in buying it is the value going to appreciate who knows right so that's the game that's the game of investing and it's better to look for asymmetric risk reward um, opportunities and there's a lot there's a lot available but it's like it's like a hidden treasure isn't treasure trove where you have to really seek for value you have to really look for it right now what well, like I like now like I said in previous episode Warren Buffett is just sitting on cash even though everyone's making money with crypto and all these other assets he's just sitting on cash and the reason why is because Warren Buffett always does that he's waiting for an opportunity to buy right he sits on cash He's patient he lives frugally he doesn't spend money on you know dumb shit He lives in the same house he bought you know 60 70 years ago he 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 drives the same vehicle to work he wears simple clothes it's not expensive it's not flashy he doesn't buy new things He doesn't buy new you know he doesn't even own a computer at work and he's old school but you know the principle and the habits of saving investing living a simple life i'm not trying to flush not you know, you're not insecure about anything. You're just living a simple life. It's very important, you know. Some people they have a lot of debt. They have a lot of debt, even though they're making a hundred or two hundred thousand a year. They have they're in debt, student loan debt, you know, debt from work and whatnot. They have all these debt. Yet they want to look expensive. They wear five thousand dollar watches. You know, they buy. You know. $500 you know, sneakers, and they they invest in these things that had no value. You know that money, if saved and if left in the bank, they could buy a business over time in a long period of time. And everyone wants something right now. Everyone is at this instant gratification mindset where they just want money. They want money now. They want materialistic things now. Everyone is. They want cars. They want. You know, I see my friends buying cars um, just to get girls, buy a good apartment. They have this, you know, because of that, they have to, you know, work in a, in a job that they don't like, to so that they can afford to pay for the car, to impress the girl that they want. The new, you know, fresh kicks, um, you know, fat rides, you know, and it's a fake lifestyle you you see this on instagram you see this on social media i'm not judging them but it's it's a loser's mentality because in the long term they lose because they are in so much debt that they cannot get out of that debt, and now they have to stuck they're stuck in a job that they don't like and you see some billionaires like warren buffett where they live in the same house that they have lived in for years, they drive the same car, wear the same clothes. It's because they are not insecure. No need to impress other people. Other people's opinions don't matter. Your happiness should be placed on a pedestal above people's opinions. Um, yeah, that's about it. You know. So those those are my thoughts about investing, risk, reward. Every investment has. Ray Dalio says that the only grail of investing is you find 5 to 10 income streams that are stable income streams. You find 5 or 10 income streams, you diversify among them. Don't look for more than 15, that's the only grail of investing. Um, His alpha fund is always, you know, it looks for 5 income streams that are uncorrelated, meaning that they are not related in different industries and just 5 if you go above um 15 then um your return becomes it's it's i mean that's the holy grail of holy grail of investing so you cannot go above 15 because then you have this diminishing return sort of thing that comes into play once you have a lot of stock sometimes most times less is more like some of the wealthiest people in the world own one. St- Warren Buffett owns one stock. He owns one stock. That's Berkshire Hathaway. Um, Bill Gates owns Microsoft. Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, owns Tesla. Jeff Bezos on Amazon. You don't have to own like diversify. Focus investing is a really good strategy, and um, that everyone should uh, employ. And, yeah, look for a business that you understand. Always do your due diligence because investing is when you know that you have an adequate return and the investment promises you that your capital or your principal will be safe. And promises you that number one, promises you that your capital or principal will be safe. The money that you're investing in will be safe. That's number one, safety is key. And number two, that you have an adequate return. The only way to uh, have a safe Turn on your investment is for you to do your due diligence. If you don't do your due diligence, um, I'm afraid you won't know what's safe and what's not safe. So it's it's better. Something is things are risky when because of ignorance. You know there are people making billions. Steve Wynn making billions in real estate. Donald Trump. There are people making billions in every industry. So, it's not that one industry is better than the other. It's just that you have to do your due diligence and things take time. This notion of, you know, people get confused when people are successful because they're like, oh, this guy's an overnight success. No, he's not an overnight success. You haven't seen the consistent efforts that put in place. Yeah, some things, you know, you have to win a lot of it. Some people are just lucky. I would say some people are just lucky. If you don't have the talent for it, you have to put in the work and you have to work, work and work and put in consistent effort over time. And then you will achieve your, your, um, and then you will achieve your, your, whatever it is that you're after. Um, so those are just my thoughts on investing everything has a risk to it, but you can look at asymmetric, asymmetric risk return. Um, it's a good strategy to employ. Richard Branson has employed it. What it means to have an asymmetric risk-return is that you have limited risk, but you have an unlimited upside reward. So that's what it means to uh, uh, have an unlimited, uh, have an asymmetric risk-return opportunity in investing. Richard Branson did it. He protected his downside. One way is to diversify. But diversification, like I said, five, five assets is the maximum, is the minimum. And, yeah, Richard Brunson did it. You know, when he started Virgin, he said that, he told Boeing, I believe it was Boeing who lent him the, the plane for the first day. He said that if it did not work out, if the business did not work out, if the business did not work out, He would return the plane so he wasn't going to lose anything that is an example of asymmetric risk reward return um and you see that betting against the consensus and being right is another example value investing is another uh, example protect your downside at all times invest for the long term and um look there 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 are opportunities where you invest and you have less risk more reward you know i know this is not popular usually people say you you know When you want to get something that's high reward you have to take more risk but there are opportunities where you can take less risk more reward and those opportunities are called asymmetric risk reward opportunities and you can look for that diversification is one value investing is another one betting against the consensus and being right another investor by the name of kyle bass did that in 2008 he turned 30 million into 2 billion us dollars in a matter of months um he started buying insurance contracts and he bet against the housing bubble buying these insurance contracts and because the housing everyone was just borrowing money and spending it on housing and investment banks were just wrapping those those houses as assets and it, selling it to hedge funds and other investors and he saw that you know those were subprime mortgages because those those people that borrowed money were not eligible for borrowing money they were not eligible to repay those debts and because there was a huge bubble in the housing market it burst out because there was a huge debt because people were just borrowing and people were not eligible to borrow they were borrowing. and he saw that he said this is not sustainable this is gonna you know it's like a house of cards it's gonna come crashing down he bet against that buying insurance contract that bet against that market and Ten, thirty million into two billion dollars. You was also right. So those are examples of asymmetric risk reward returns. Um, That's about it. That's those are just my, you know, some some of my thoughts about investing. Um, Thank you all for listening, and see you all in the next episode.